G'day guys, Jay here with another episode of Pesty Profiles, the podcast where we put the spotlight on the best in the pest business. And joining me once again as my co-host, my absolutely fabulous wife, the Nikki Turner. How are you, darling? I'm good, thanks, darling. I like that one. Fabulous? I love absolutely <laughs> fabulous because, well, as you know, that's a TV sitcom and they like to drink verve. The, oh, okay. <laughs> I hadn't that thought of that. A, that's a great one. Actually, the that two, one I'm happy with. The two words do go well together. So, um, that's a good one. I'm happy so, obviously, with that. we're actually fresh back from Pesticon 2022 conference. Yep. Um, and so, we're slowly starting to gradually work our way through some of the winners from that uh, conference. We are, yes. Yes. So, today, so joining us both today as our pest profile lead is the winner of the Professional Women in Australian Pest Management Female Trainee of the Year Award. Abby Thomas from Pienzo Pest Control, based in Rutherglen, but you're actually based in Wodonga, aren't you, Abby? Yeah, so I go from Aubrey, Wodonga, and a fair amount distance around. Mm. So Rutherglen's <laughs> positioned halfway between uh, Aubrey, Wodonga, and Yarrawonga, roughly, or it's yeah, about that. So, yeah, half half hour away from yeah. Wodonga down yeah. into Victoria. Yeah. So, yeah, west of Wodonga, but yeah. then east of Corowa. Have I got oh my my God. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird, particular <laughs> spot. <laughs> we're, we're from down there and we've been around that area many times, so we should know. Yeah, that's what I was just trying, yeah. to, get my, just I was trying to get my geographic location yeah. right. Um, so firstly, a big congratulate, congratulations, Abby, and uh, welcome to the uh, Pesty Profiles family. Thank you. So Thank before, you. We, before we actually start getting into the awards, uh, or the award, um, tell us a bit about yourself, how you actually got into the industry and why. So it's sort of a funny, crazy, just massive career change. I actually did um, five, six years working as a teacher in early childhood. And um, towards the end of last year, I was attempting to go through uni and was working three jobs, just off-end jobs. And our office manager, his partner... His brother is my partner's brother, so our partners are brothers. Okay. And so he heard that I was working all these crazy jobs and just weird hours and things like that. And he let me know that Pientos was hiring and Archibald was up for it. And here I am. <laughs> okay, I've got a couple of questions here. Firstly, what yep. were you going to study at uni? I was studying occupational therapy. Oh, that's a career change. Yeah, um, so change. big swing. <laughs> okay, ne- next question. And I don't know if I can ask this or not. How old are you? I am 24, turning 25 this year. Okay, that's how, when you said well, five or six years. Um, in you don't know if you're supposed to ask it. You just did. You answered your own question then. You know I've got no filter. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, pest control. Yeah, what? was there any was there any hesitation or second thoughts about becoming a pest controller? Uh, at that point, I was just ready to be into a pro- like proper job, like a full time job and things again. But I went into it basically with very vague ideas and still had the idea of like, oh, exterminator, fumigation sort yeah. of <laughs> mindset, as yeah. people mostly do. But um, yeah, quickly learned that's not the case anymore. And things are a bit more controlled and safer. So you, so, lit- um, so you literally had no idea what you were walking into. Yeah, basically, I just, yeah knew it was pest control. You spraying spiders and bugs and dealing with rodents and 
things like that. Never even thought about termites before properly. So, and now my life revolves around it. <laughs> so did you do it like a little trial thing before you officially becoming employed with Piento? Say, look, I'll come out the road for a day or two, see what it's actually like, or you just jump straight in? So for a few months, I was doing a couple of days a week okay. um, on the road and following around. Um, I'll just finishing up like at the other jobs I was working, finishing up there and um, finishing up a bit of study and things. And so once that was all done and cleared, I was straight into it full time. Cool. <laughs> so what was, going through, what was going through your head when you were doing those couple of days a week? It was exciting. It was something different and it's like I love learning. I'm a very academic person, love learning and things. So it was just awesome. Um, Chris is just a brain full of knowledge and just word vomits so much information, but like valid information um, things. So all this, yeah, really exciting and but then I thought very quickly that I'm like, okay, these these are um, there's a lot more to it than I thought there was going to be. So um, a bit more efforts required. It, it's funny that, isn't it? People think it's quite, you know, straightforward and easy, and they come in and they just go, whoa, there's a lot of yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it can be a bit overwhelming. I've always. I know when I've got trainees on, I try and sort of trickle feed them just little bits at a time and try not to overwhelm them because I know I made mistakes in the early days that I overwhelmed um, some of my trainees and so now I try and keep it really minimalistic. He doesn't. Oh. He actually doesn't, Abby. He, he, when he says he tries, yeah, they just they look at me and go, okay, I, I just can't take all that in at once. I just asked Crystal, like, I just want to know everything that you're doing, what's involved, even like why, what's this chemical that we're using for spraying and things like that. I was like, just give it all to me. That's a healthy. And he, he still often apologizes and he was like, sorry if that was an overload. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, that's the perfect healthy attitude that always to ask why, but why, why do we use this? Why? Yeah. Whereas, yeah, some people yeah. just take it and go, oh yeah, this is what i got to use. Well, why? Why do you use that? Why don't we use something else? Why are we here? Yeah. And then normally go, yeah. God, they ask a lot of questions. And I'll go, well, <laughs> you told them to. <laughs> yes. All right, so where are you currently at with your training then? So I am so close already to being qualified. I've been in stalking both Timbra you. and General Pest. Um, the only sort of thing now that sort of slowed it down is – um. So I'm doing my training through Rapid Solutions and they do a lot of video assessments. Um, Abby, and you- so it's getting those that time to do, like it's a full day sort of thing um, that they take. So getting those full days to go over every legal, little thing um, and get those video assessments done. Hey, Abby, do you know who your yeah. trainers are for Rapid Training? Um. <laughs> I know the names. I know there's. I'll I'll let you know a little secret. A Chris and a. Is it Kerry, maybe? Kerry? Those are the two that I've spoken to. So. (laughs) I'll let let you in a little secret. Right? Yeah. I'm a trainer for rapid training. So right now, I've actually got your file open up in front of me. (laughs) 
Oh, he's been stalking you, Abby. <laughs> so I can actually. When you said you've been stalking me, I'm like, oh, you found me on Facebook, but there's nothing on there. No, no, so no. no. <laughs> we yeah. know. No, no. We so yeah, admittedly, admittedly, I haven't assessed any of your stuff yet, um, but I've actually got your timeline here because I can actually see exactly when you've logged in, how many times you've logged in, how much time you've spent on that particular unit, uh, how many attempts you've had. So <laughs> But oh, what, don't look at my attempts. But what I can it's say... It's always one no, or two questions. <laughs> what I can say is you have been consistent all the way through. So you started in February, correct? Yep, that yep. sounds about right, yep. yep. Yep, middle of Feb, and I've been going through it. And you've actually been consistent all the way through. So I find a lot of trainees, they they throw themselves in straight away and they you know get cracking right into it and then they just lose momentum and then they won't touch it for a couple of months and then they'll jump back on again for a little bit and then they'll won't do anything for a couple of months but you're being because you're doing full cert three i can see here and you're already cracking into all the termite units and you've been powering through it i can see yeah well done yeah making that note of um where you lose momentum i did that so i started working full time in those big days so i thought i was like oh i can slow down a bit i've done a fair whack of it and then you guys send out an email if you haven't logged on in like 30 days. Yes, yeah. And I'm, I got I'm that email and I was like, oh, no, I've got to like, you know, I need to get back on it and finish those last little bit tidbits that I was finishing off. Yeah, I can see you, you're like you're like 80% completed on each of the units. <laughs> yeah, just try, doing all the theory parts that I can. And as I said, mostly now it's um just those video assessments yeah, that's that's always the hardest part, unfortunately. That we've got to, that's what everyone yeah. finds. And even that's because like I've got a couple of trainees and doing those video assessments, it's time consuming. Um, yeah. Very time consuming. So yeah, that is definitely by hands down by far the hardest part of the actual training. Yeah. The online theory part, it's pretty easy, but um, there is unfortunately that performance evidence that we do need to gather. Yeah. Mm. It's fair enough. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the business you work for. You know, how many staff, uh, what type of work they do. So Pianto Pest Control. Yep. So there is five of us, three techs. Um, so me, Chris, who owns the business, and Ray. Yep. So we're the three techs that are out and about. Um, me and Ray are still in training um, both very close, so close um, to finishing off. Ray, what? Um, let, me look, let me look up Ray. <laughs> I'm not sure if he does if his training's too rapid though. <laughs> but you can you can see, um, yeah, I think they went through a different trainer initially with him. He started um, about over a year and a half ago, I think, uh, with the business. Okay, so he, he would, so he would have been on the old training package. What's his What's his surname? Are you seriously going through stalking? <laughs> I'll send that to you. <laughs> All right. I'll send, oh, or you, yeah. <laughs> so um, while he's doing that, Abby. <laughs> actually, I can actually search Pianto Pest Control. Yeah, what, what's the main type of work that they do? No, I can't find So we both, oh, both, that didn't make sense. So we do both general pest and termites. Um, yep. Chris, in particular, he's the termite head guy. That's his his special place and what he enjoys. Yep. Um, Ray loves the general pest stuff, um, and I'm I'm still sort of trying to work out. I'm leaning more towards the termite stuff at the moment. Cool. But um, 
we've recently just gotten a lot of sort of momentum into rodent proofing. Yep. So that's been a big focus for us um, down this way where mouse plagues are, you know, twice a year thing, if not more. Yeah, you'd get a lot Um, down where you are. Yep, definitely, and a lot of farmland and bushland and stuff. So You should be able to smash the videos out for managing pests without applying pesticides then. Oh, yeah. So Unit 5, yeah, smash those videos out. Yeah, once we get there. (laughs) Cool. But, Uh, yeah, so – um. Yeah, the proofing has sort of taken a lot of um, my attention and interest at the moment and trying to work out those solutions, especially with subfloors and things like that. Um, I think equally I'll, you know, I enjoy both the timber pest and um, and general pest. I get a bit over the spider spraying though. Um, <laughs> I'm very open about that. Don't like spiders? No, I'm fine with spiders. Um, just the, yeah... I'd get a bit bored while spraying and I'm like, oh, just can I be done yet so cle- sort of thing. So clearly so- you like jobs where you've actually got to think about yeah. your approach and why. Yeah, okay. very much. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that kind of answers what he loved most about the job really, what the, the next question I was going to ask. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there'll funny. be other aspects she likes. Well, yeah. What other aspects do you like? Well, yeah, that's a what pretty do you, What do you general. love most about the job and the pest industry? I think it's just that there's always something new to learn and every day's different. So you're not getting into that sort of lull of, okay, off to work, this is what I'm doing. Like, yeah, that flatline boring. Um, yeah, always something to learn, different bugs to learn about and, the chemicals we're using, the chemistry behind them and all these things, yeah. Yeah, look, you never stop learning. In fact, you know, my favourite motto is the more I learn, the more I learn how much I don't know. Oh, yep. I like that. You like that? Yep. <laughs> I like that, yeah. He's had that saying for as long as I can remember, since we've been together. Is that one of an original Jay Turner? Um, I think so. I don't think I've copied it off anybody. I don't know. Can we copyright that? <laughs> we'll have to get T-shirts made up. <laughs> The next conference. Um, so, so, as a female, has there any? Has there been any challenges? Um, it's mostly just sort of being physically. Yeah, I've I've found because obviously the equipment's made like it's a male-dominated industry, so the equipment's on a larger scale. Yep. So you're you're so, quite and, <laughs> small, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm like five foot four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, re- relative, like, yeah, small, smaller than the, the guys I work with who are, like, eight foot tall. Yeah, I know. That's she- a bit exceptional. But, yeah, six foot, like, grown men. <laughs> um, so I know um, Sheree, our trainee, who was actually last year's trainee. Of yeah. The year. Yeah, there you go. Was. So Sheree well, Ambler. got her on to yeah. this one. I didn't <laughs> ever think of that. Yeah, She's so downstairs she- working at the moment. <laughs> so Sheree um, was our trainee, and she won trainee of the year last year. And I know when she first came on board, we had to um, adapt a little bit. Modify um, a few things. So, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the 15 litre knapsack sprayer was a little bit, when that was full, a little bit heavy for her. Um, so I bought her a, a 10 litre um, knapsack sprayer. So it was just a bit smaller for her. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, she refers to that as the pussy pack now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then gloves, uh, black nitrile gloves. Oh, yes. um, yeah. 
could I had she's got had to get extra small she's got for her little little hands. She's got little dainty hands, so I had to get extra small for her. Which, and they don't come in black at that size, do they? They like they're blue or something, aren't they? Hairdresser supplies. Oh, I'll keep that in mind because that is something that we um, yeah. so, I need to address for myself. So we've got a wholesale hairdressing supplies. Um, uh, nearby in our industrial estate. So I've got to go there to buy her gloves. Um, and she's always <laughs> like, Jay, pretty please, I need more extra small gloves. <sighs> yeah. And so it's the only thing I go into this hairdresser wholesale supply and I walk in and they see me and they go, more gloves? Yep. It's actually, you know, we've had to do a lot really to help for her work around, even a vehicle like we've. Oh, yeah, I've got to mount the ladder inside the vehicle. I can't mount it on top because you can't reach it. Yeah, <laughs> and we've had to give her a vehicle so she could obviously take her son to daycare and, um, you know, it's little things like that that you don't normally think about with, with the blokes. Yeah. You just go, there's your vehicle. <laughs> yeah, because the, yeah. the, we get extra cab version cars and so the newer extra cabs now because of the safety rating don't have the little back seat, um, whereas the older ones do. And so, of course, I gave her a new car, but, of course, she couldn't put the car seat in there. Uh, for her son so I've had to give her one of the older cars had to swap one of the techs around and give her an older car so she can actually put the car seat in for her son so that she can drop her son off at um, childcare on the way to work so she didn't have to use two separate cars yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the things we do for staff Christ <laughs> she's yeah Chris though. is in the process of um sort of his own engineering sort of thing because um our bulk tank sprayer he's able to change the the trigger, so okay. from cone to a fan, just with his thumb, like still yep. holding onto the handle. I'm using two hands to change between a cone and a like a fan spraying things, which hinders sort of the speed when I'm sitting there trying to mess around, trying to get the right one I'm after. So he's in his own sort of process of working out how he can get a different kind of handle, like a smaller one that works. But yeah, and this whole whole thing he's doing for me and yeah this step ladder is a mandatory thing in all the work vehicles now just so i can get up okay (laughs) (laughs) instead of being yeah awkward trying to get my leg over the tray and then yanking myself up over the toolbox and yeah it's not delicate or (laughs) you've never done a a turtle like sheree though have you you've never fallen on your back and can't get back up with the backpack on (laughs) no i haven't Yet. <laughs> that, that's my most funniest one with Cherie, I reckon. I just <laughs> I still crack up at that. I think she actually put a video up in the in the women's group on it. Yeah, because it actually happened to her in real life. She actually had a, <laughs> yeah. a backpack full of um, liquid on her back and then, yeah, lost the balance. Started walking backwards just, and fell, fell on her back. Yep. And was, I can see how that could happen very easily, though. <laughs> Yeah, so then we so then we need a video. I, I feel it. for that. Haven't happened happened to me yet. Yet, yes, yet. Um, <laughs> so I want to I want to go to the award. Um, obviously, it's um, it it's close to my heart. This award because I created it. So, um, so congratulations from me, Abby. Because thank um, you. It's, yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a good award, and I I, I love this award. So um, why do you think you won? Oh, my boss just wants to get favours from me. No. <laughs> no. Because um, obviously he's probably, he's obviously put the nomination in for you, I'm assuming. Um, yes, yeah. And 
yeah, like what? Why do you think? Why do you think you won? Did you? You probably would have received what he wrote. I'm assuming. Um, after the fact, I did. So after I'd won the award, I'm like, "What did you say about me?" And yeah. he was like, "Oh, you know, just some things here and there, very blase about it." I'm like, "Oh my god, Chris, come on!" Um, so he ended up sending it to me, and it was. Um, he's very appreciative and open communication anyway. So getting that feedback from him is just a normal thing. Yep. So, but to see him right there and sort of sell me to someone who doesn't know me whatsoever, or you know, probably doesn't even know the business, um, sort of thing, and just little things he's picked up on, like my attention to detail yep. that he's noticed and that he was just wowed by, and my constant questioning and and he says annoying him because yep. <laughs> um, I am a texter on the weekends. Yep. <laughs> um. And things like that. So I think just sort of um, as a sort of very new to the industry as yeah. well, like only not even a half a year yet. Um, so for someone to see that saying she's smashing all this study out, she's, you know, passionate and, you know, focused and determined and things like that, um, it comes off really nice on, on a bit of paper. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's one of the reasons, to be honest, why um, I really wanted to create this award is, yes, it's it's for people who are just coming into the industry, but it, it gives them that motive to keep going. And um, and I I just, um, like, I think the trainee one is, is one of my, my most favourite ones, maybe because of Cherie. We've got Cherie, Cherie as a trainee, and I know what it did for her. I know yeah. um, how inspired she was by it and... Um, it just got her more motivated and she really got cracking after she won that award, I tell you. Yeah, you've got, a, got a duty to uphold now. <laughs> so what does it mean to you, winning that award? Um, as I said, like Chris, my boss, um, is very appreciative and gives a lot of feedback and things. So it's just a, that, um, that confirmation of that and as well, you know, bragging rights, obviously. Yep. So I'll say something that would be just stupid and he just look at me, I'm like, yeah, but I won training of the year, so you've got to hold some value <laughs> to what I say. He's going to wish he never put that nomination in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to milk it and um, I think he's very aware of that now. <laughs> and you definitely weren't expecting to win, were you? No. Because you didn't um, make it to the breakfast. <laughs> that was awkward, Abby. <laughs> yeah, I um, what happened there? was leaving that um, reminder for the rest of the week of the entire conference. <laughs> um, Were you still in bed, Abby? <laughs> yes, I was. Did you, make, did you make the rookie error and went too hard too fast? Not necessarily, but when the when the business is paying for the drinks and you're on the Gold Coast staying at the Star Casino, <laughs> well. you're going to stay out till about 3.30 in the morning, which is what happened. And you will learn. I had three alarms set because I was like, I want to go to this. You know, it's a big thing. I'm awful, you know, supporting other women and wrecking and all this. And my phone was literally right next to my head on the pillow and I just slept through them. <laughs> and I'm normally a person who my alarm is usually just a vibrating alarm, no sound or anything, and that's enough to get me up. <laughs> so big, big nights do that to you. And they had the cameras and everything waiting for you, Abby. <laughs> to walk yes. Up onto and, that um, stage. 
I made it to one of the, the presentations sort of later in the morning. Yeah. Probably about 10. So not, not too late. I still got up before midday at least <laughs> and um, walked in. And then as I walked in, I can't remember who it was. I'm sorry if you're listening. Walked over and they're like, oh, Abby, like you won the award this morning. And I just felt myself turn red and I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you were kidding, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and they were like, we were waiting for you. And there was like a big speech. And then it was just like cricket noises because you weren't there. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, but I was straight up. I was said, I just had a massive night. Wasn't expecting to win it because there's so many other awesome women in the industry. And, yeah, just had no idea that oh, I was, you know, story. in a chance. <laughs> so... That's the reputation I built for myself, apparently. So the rest of the week was um, also quite late nights. <laughs> Look, if it makes you feel any better, I know there's a lot of people that went too hard too early. Um, I was still in bed too, Abby. I didn't attend. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, it was, it, like, it's been a long time since we've done conferences, so we're all a little bit excited and we all sort of, yeah, uh, went hard too, it too early. It happens at every conference, <laughs> and darling. There was lots of heads and faces that I saw. Didn't see until the next day and... In particular, a couple of our friends, we just didn't see them on the Tuesday at all. They just dis- Actually, and didn't yeah. see them on the Wednesday. It was like... They couldn't drag themselves out of bed the no. whole day. <laughs> so you weren't the only one. It's just unfortunate that you just happened to be receiving it all. It just... Um, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily too early because we, we got down up there Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. So we had two days. So you wait till the next that, night? That apparently was just pre-gaming. Yep. <laughs> Um, but pre, I know pre, for pre. next time, if there's a chance, if I've been a, put in a nomination, that um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it easy. <laughs> All right. So speaking of the conference, and this is obviously your first conference. Um, yep. What did you think of the conference and what were some of your favourite aspects? Oh, I think the whole idea of it was just awesome. Like the ability to network with other industries like other companies in the industry from all over Australia and even like on the outside of Australia um, as well. It's just awesome. And just seeing everyone and seeing like the presentations loved um, Dr. Don's termite presentation. He puts on an awesome presentation and I love seeing the Facebook groups. Everyone loves <laughs> Dr. Don's presentation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just, um, what kills disappointed about Dr. Don's presentation because what was it when things go wrong I was hoping to see real life cases when you know and pictures and images of where guys are stuffed up and I wanted to see that that's so, what I went into it thinking yeah that's what my mind thinking be like that that's but what I thought it was going to be but anyway now still it was still once very I was good. like oh, okay this isn't it yeah it was it um he was engaging I look at you know, thing, yeah Dr. Don could talk about Politics and you're still interesting. I walk away yeah. when you're talking to Dr. Don because my head just explodes. I just, <laughs> I just walk away. My head explodes. Yeah, <laughs> he's just too much knowledge. That guy. <laughs> so uh, you like but, Dr. Um, Don's? Um, what else? Yeah, I, like I attended most of the presentations and just the whole setup of it and the like professionalism and engagement. Of um, of all the presentations and things was just awesome. It's the first time I've ever sort of been to a, a business conference 
like that before. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. So the whole idea of it was just awesome. And, yeah, with the networking and the whole thing, um, obviously you'll be aware of, like, the mental health presentation was just amazing. And obviously that hit everyone differently, but the importance of that and that it is being addressed is such a a massive thing and, you know, something – I personally advocate for. Yeah. So I think that was I that think was, it was awesome. Great just to have, you know, those successful people sitting up on that stage and being able to, to express themselves, it's um that really hit a lot of people. We could all, you know, I think we all resonated with it in a different way. Yeah. And um yeah, definitely one of my favorite, one of my yeah. favorite ones there. And as you said, like these people are like leaders in the industry and they're successful strong people but you know they're still human and you know they still have faced their own struggles and it's just sort of that reality that you you aren't alone yeah yeah Yeah. and you know everyone has their own journey 100 percent um no lost it where i was gonna go i don't know i thought you i I was i had a question and then yeah, we got sidetracked. It probably wasn't a good question then, so. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that important. No. <laughs> How pumped did you feel uh, after the conference? Were you sad when it finished up? Did you go back to work going, yes, let's get into it? Um, did you go to Chris? All right, when, did you go to Chris? All right, of it, she needed to recover when she, they had big nights. <laughs> or, you know, did you go to Chris? Come on, we need to do this, 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 and this now. Um, so on the drive back, so we did flew you? back down to Melbourne did you drive up and down? Oh, no, we didn't drive the oh. whole way. We flew back to Melbourne and oh, then it was yeah, still a three, four-hour drive yeah, yeah, back sorry. home. Yep. Um, it was a lot of like, you know, these are things we need to do, you know, what do you think of this and that bouncing of ideas. Yep. But it was also very much um, giving our poor business manager a bit of grief because he – has such hope for us that he booked us all in full days of work on the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we and we're just like, <laughs> none of us want to work tomorrow. We just want to chill. Like we're all still recovering. Um, <laughs> well, that's so I think on the drive took the day off. Yeah. Uh, one one on of us Friday? took the day off. I, I won't name who, but they were genuinely unwell, but I'm still a bit sus on it. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, once we got over that, we were like, yeah, um, yeah sort of admit. the forward business planning. And because we're still technically such a young company as well, like we're still building from the ground up. So all that inspiration was just awesome for to Chris as the business owner and manager and, you know, the rest of us who we contribute to, you know, decisions and um, things like this things yeah stuff like that um i think it's great that he actually yeah. took you guys to the conference because a lot of the small operators don't because yeah, you know they can't afford to do it um it's a massive it's out- a massive cost it's a massive cost and massive outlay because it's not just you know your flights to the conference your accommodation your delegates tickets it's not just that it's the loss in revenue you're not out next the road earning or generating revenue for him so you guys are you know basically taking the the monday tuesday wednesday thursday off so there's most 90 percent of the week gone 80 percent of the week gone 
um, with no revenue. Yeah. So it is a massive, massive outlay. So now hats off to um, to Chris for doing that. Um, and I know you know a lot of companies don't take their staff because uh, one because of that cost outlay, but two they don't be- want their staff to be poached. Yeah, that's the thing. I know. <laughs> Companies have stopped taking their staff now because they're scared their staff are going to get poached. Um, so no, hats, oh. hats off to Chris for um, taking you guys along. I know we took three of our staff um, and they hadn't been to – no, so none of those three have been to um, nope. a Pesticon conference before uh, and I know they got uh, – well, four of our staff, sorry. Jeez, I forgot about Bjorn. Um, so four I of our staff – you forgot about our daughter. Oh. How could you in her lime green suit? <laughs> conference um, couldn't lose up yeah i know they got you know a massive amount of it and we all sat down as a as a team afterwards and spoke about you know you know four things that they learned at the actual conference and what we can do better and anything they want to implement or try or experiment and um yeah yeah no i think it's yeah i think it's great that he um that he took yeah took the staff mm. yeah it, and it was awesome and we we're all just so like thankful of just being like thank you for the experience and his plan is you know for us to keep going and now that it's annually now um they announced rather than that every two years he was like you know it could be something that will become like an annual thing and it'll be class you know our team bonding and things like that because when you're out on the road you still talk to the you know your colleagues and stuff but yeah, it's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, it does amazing things for team culture, that's for sure. Um, all right, so where to from here for you? Um, you know, what are your future goals and in particular within the pest industry? So my sort of forward planning is just to um, get my qualifications, obviously. Um, Nearly there. Because that has to be done, obviously. Um, for from there, I'm excited, you know, for further like training, professional development. Um, I know Chris has signed me up for the BASF training and Termidor and all these other webinar sessions, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So, and just keep um, moving forward and, you know, down the track being more contributing to the business affairs of it. So helping improve those you know, policies and procedures of being someone out in the field and, you know, having that sort of admin and academic literacy sort of behind me to be able to, you know, help with those documents and reviews and things like that. And yeah. (laughs) Okay. So are you on the road five days now? Yes. Yeah. How do you find that at the end of the week? Physically? Uh, Depends on the week. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, at first it was, I was just so done by the end of the week because, um, because it's quite physical. Yeah. I was working mm. sporadically different jobs and things. Yeah. And not something as nearly as physical, not since I worked in childcare, but that's a whole different kind of thing. Um, yeah. But now that I've been into it more, I'm just like, oh, I could probably do a Saturday if really needed. Oh, wow. Cool. But yeah, and I've offered um, that sometimes if we if we get a sort of big influx of different jobs coming in and yeah. things like that. Because one of the things we've done with Cherie is we get Cherie in the office one or two days a week. Um, and, yeah, I know she appreciates that different, that sort of rest her body. 
Yeah, but we do have her on as a yeah. contracts manager too, so she's she needs that admin she time. She has to do that admin time. Yeah, because she looks after all our strata managed um, work and yeah, it's yeah. But I'm yeah, not opposed to you know doing two or three days, but I am very happy being out in the field. But oh, cool. yeah, maybe once a month to just give me a day and just no one talk to me, okay. and I'll just stay in bed all day, sort of thing. <laughs> and the customers take to you really, really well. Being yeah. Out. Yep. 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 Um, I think I have a way is just with with old ladies seem to love me, in particular, and I feel like maybe because I'm an Abigail. Okay, yeah. So, you know, the old-fashioned names, they're like, oh, what a beautiful name. And (laughs) just a sort of thing. (laughs) Yes, very often. Um, It's a bit funny. My partner's a plumber by trade. So, you know, at the end of the day, he'll get offered a beer or something to have with, um, you know, whoever he's done his last job for. And I'll be like, I get offered, you know, people's homegrown pumpkins or, you know, a cuppa (laughs) and things like that. So, but... Are you, yeah, are you, it's a bit funny. <laughs> I was actually going to ask what you drink, but I won't because that's part of Jay's rapid fire questions. We'll he, will, he will kill me if I do yeah. that. We'll find <laughs> out the rapid fire questions. Well, um, um. what do you do when you're not working then? Do you relax? Can you relax? I'm I'm a bit of a potato outside of work. I'm very much laying in bed in my Audi and watch Netflix and just hang out with my partner and sounds like a yeah, daughter. just lord like of leisure. Well. <laughs> sounds like our whole family. Hey, I feel me. like it's a pretty common thing. Um, yeah, my partner and like his family and our friends and stuff, we go camping a bit, so that's our little getaway sort of thing. Um, other than that, yeah, just hanging out at home and just relaxing in its purest form. <laughs> Any other interests or hobbies or anything like that? Not particularly. Like I was, just, I'm very open to learning new things. So, yeah. you know, just random research. You know, you go onto YouTube and you watch a video, and then you delve into these weird parts, and you're watching someone build a pool in the middle of the Amazon, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff I do. If you know, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I do. You know, sort of bits arts and crafts, and you know, but nothing particularly. Okay. Uh, and one last question that I normally ask our, our guests is, uh, and normally I'm asking this question to people that have sort of been in the industry for quite some time, but, you know, I always say, you know, we've all got at least one funny story while working as a pesty. Have you got any funny stories or any funny incidences that you can share with us yet? So I'm still waiting for my hilarious, funny, you know, party trick kind of story. Yeah. Um, hasn't happened yet, so don't know if that's a good thing or not. It won't, it won't be far away, trust me. <laughs> but um, I feel like one of the things that um, me and the team sort of refer back to a lot is that um, not long ago I was doing my first concrete coring to install um, a trill owner system. Oh, how'd you go? And, ha- how'd you go hanging on to the drill? Oh, it was challenging. Chris had to stand on the other side to keep it flat, so I wasn't drilling on um a stupid angle. So Dean, our but, termite manager, took um, Cherie out to do her first one, and I was having heart palpitations thinking about it. They were sending me photos of her holding the drill, and I was just having heart palpitations. And, yeah, she had a bit of trouble hanging on to it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Chris. Nearly, um, nearly got away from her was very much like, oh, like, I'll get you to do these ones, get you the practice, let's do it. 
and we had earmuffs on, so he was standing right in my line sight. So if I went on an angle or anything, he was yep. just like, no, no, waving his arms. And I just had to, like, <laughs> shut everything down. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so in one of those cores, um, in that coring, we were having trouble getting the concrete core out of the ground. And we are messing around, like, trying to, like, chopstick it with you know, screwdrivers and little mini picks. And then it sort of occurred to me that I have really small hands and I could literally reach my hand down and pick it up out of the, out of the hole. (laughs) And it was just like, we were messing around with it for a good half hour, if not more, (laughs) which is embarrassing to say that, yeah, we're messing around. We're like, Oh, what are we going to do? Like, we're just going to put a half station in there and just (laughs) let them know, like, what do we do? Like we could not get it out for the life of us. And then just this light bulb moment, I just reached in and just pulled it out. And Chris and I just looked at each other and then now I'm like known as tiny hands. So there's definitely that's a thing. So if he can't reach something, it's like tiny hands, get over here. And I'm like, yes. So there's definitely advantages to having uh, a small frame and small hands. And I'm thinking, like, yes. one of my pet hates with exterra termite baiting stations is cleaning the soil out and my hands, my knuckles, because I've got big hands, haven't I, Nikki? Yeah, he's got eight hands. They and, look like apes. And I just cannot get my hands inside <laughs> them and they always catch on the little plastic lugs and uh, I always cut my hands up and turn my base stations trying to get stuff out of it. So, yeah, I could really appreciate that. Oh, that, that's nothing to me. You chuck a pair of gloves on and I'm scooping it out. No. I was given a little um, my hands don't fit. They just sort don't of cornered fit. trowel when I started doing them yep. and I was like, I don't even know where it is now. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> but, yeah, because I can just scoop it out with my hands. <laughs> I can't even handle watching Jay type. I just like with these big, I got little big fat fingers. I can't handle it. I have to walk away. Chipolata <laughs> fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I got man's hands. Real hands. Yeah. So you keep telling me. We, we, won't, we won't go into that. Go to, go to your, actually go to your questions. That's safe, questions. a safer option. All right. We're going to that time in the episode where we do our rapid fire questions. So these are these last little bit of questions just to get to know you that one last bit. Um, I've deleted a couple of questions here because obviously uh, you're not a business owner. Um, but, um, you know, I'm still going to ask you most of the questions as a, as a technician because I'm sure by now you're starting to develop, you know, what you actually do prefer and what you – uh, what are your favourite sort of types of work? Um, all right, let's get into it. And here's Nikki's question. Beer or wine? Neither. <laughs> Do you drink? Uh, I'm more of Alcohol. a spirits person if I drink. Oh, what spirits do you drink? Which, which um, explains the, the conference mishap. <laughs> well, that was a silly question. One of, you know, do you drink? Yeah, do you drink? Yeah. <laughs> I might have missed a late night. Uh, what spirits do you drink? Um, I'm a fan of like bourbon whiskey, so JD, oh. things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Make his mark. Mm. All right. Uh, are you a morning or a night person? Oh, clearly a night person, not a morning person. Yeah, I'm going to go with night time. <laughs> but then I do go to bed really early. So yeah, okay. just middle of the day kind of person. <laughs> she just doesn't go to bed early at conferences, that's all. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> You're diurnal. Um, oh, AFL, NRL, it's an easy one. I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference between the two. <laughs> I'm not not a sporty person. <laughs> Do you prefer the city life or the country life? I like the convenience of a city, but I'm very much, I like nature and the scenery, so I'm just going to go with the country life. 
Okay. Uh, now, I won't ask you the next question, boobs or bum. We'll skip that one. Uh, Favourite termite bait? Uh, so, I feel like I've only used Requiem and, okay. yep. yeah. Cool. I haven't had any, you know, mishaps or any issues with that so far. <laughs> Uh, have you got a favourite manufacturer yet? Who is your favourite at the conference? Oh, I shouldn't pick favourites, but yes, you can. I'm going to go with with Bayer, obviously, because they funded the award I won. Okay, yep. So that was awesome. But um, Sundu, I commend for their creative product names. Yep. Whenever I see something, I'm like, nice. Um, recently, we just got um SAS Pro. Yep. Which I. Demonstrate a bit of my sass with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the sort of novelty to their names. Yep. But um, yeah, at the the conference with the stalls, like I went to every single one, and everyone there was just awesome, and you know, happy to have a chat and let me be real nosy and ask like you know, really dumb basic questions just because I'm so new to everything and the opportunity. Um, shout out to the. I think it might have been Ash from Green Zone who gave me three pairs of socks, which oh, was awesome. Oh, I got turned. Oh, you socks. missed out. Did oh. you go to the Green Zone stand though? Um, no. That's why you didn't get socks. Oh. Work with the guys at Green Zone. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so have you got? Did you find a favourite sales rep there? I said everyone that I spoke to was just really awesome and happy to have a chat. So, and I don't think I got really anyone's name to be honest i'm sorry everyone <laughs> um uh, so i think i'll forgive you so we, yeah. all, we all know you now but yeah you don't know them yeah. <laughs> all right um have you developed a favor yet for termite baiting or liquid soil treatments so i spent all of yesterday and this morning before our phone call finishing off a suspended floor soil treatment yep. so with that fresh in mind i'm gonna go i prefer baiting <laughs> Just for the ease of it, but um, if it can be done and there's, like, minimal limitations, definitely um, a soil treatment, obviously. Uh, move to Queensland. I haven't done a suspended floor treatment in donkeys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, plugs or grout when you do go to drill? Um, so for drilling, so just, like, into concrete for, like, a perimeter one. I haven't actually done one yet. Okay, cool. So... I'm going to go with grout because okay. it might look a bit nicer. Yeah, haven't worked it out. Tree drilling, use a wooden plug, though. Okay. Just Ooh. keep it natural. She's cutting on. All right. <laughs> um, flow meter or stopwatch? So whenever I've done a calibration, we've done a stopwatch and metronome calibration. Yep. Right. So far, uh, which worked. <laughs> when performing a general pest treatment, inside or outside first? I always start outside. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> when doing a termite inspection, roof void first or last? Actually, let's change that. Subfloor first or last? Doing a termite inspection. So roof voids and subfloors last because oh. you're always going to get messy and you don't want to be tracking that around someone's house. Okay. <laughs> They'll just sit there and watch you in your little trails with dust or dirt following you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Backpack or bulk tank when doing general pest treatments? I prefer the backpack. Um, yep. Yeah. Right. yeah, so we use backpack inside and then a bulk tank outside. So either uh, one, but I, I feel like I've mastered 
the backpack a bit sooner than a bulk tank. Yeah, it is. A bulk tank is an art form. Um, yeah, it's an old. It's an art oh, form. Oh, it is. So it many, is. So many people have, you know, uh, come across. They've only ever used backpacks, and then you give them a bulk tank, and they just they just struggle. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> clockwise or anti-clockwise when you're doing a general pest treatment when you're treating. Oh, have you developed I'm, gonna, your... I'm the I'm the weird person, and I usually go anti clockwise. Don't know why I'm right handed. No, 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 no anti clockwise but... is correct because that way, if you go anti clockwise, you are holding your wand closest to the actual wall and holding your can away from the wall. So if you do it the other way mm-hmm. around, did you realize that? It's all about having a systematic. Now, yeah. It's all about having a systematic approach. So if you actually hold it the other, if you go the opposite way around, you'll then tend to, if you're walking forward, you tend to hold your can closest to the wall, which means you're actually more chance of actually bumping the wall or knocking furniture, but then you're also spraying across your body. So there is a, there is a, there is a, there is a a correct, there is a correct and incorrect answer. (laughs) I've been called weird because I go any clockwise and the same with um, inspections. I've done a few. Just tell Chris he's weird. Yeah. You hear that, Chris? I know he will listen to this. <laughs> All right. Uh, domestic or commercial work? Um, so I've done mostly only domestic, but we've I've done a few commercial. Depends what the pest is. Yep. I reckon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> done any pre construction termite work yet? I've done a little bit for an extension, so that yep. was just um yeah, doing the slab edge. Okay, so have you found you, you prefer pre-con or post-construction yet? Haven't done enough. Oh, of it. I feel it, like generally pre-construction is probably less less effort. Less effort. <laughs> I oh, swear, compared stressful. to post-construction. So my oh. experience with post-construction is, you know, trench and treating stumps under a subfloor okay. sort of thing. So that's my most um yeah, post-construction. Pre-cons, yeah, less effort, but Jesus, more stressful. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it's a okay. lot more riding on it. <laughs> uh, general pest work or termite work, you've sort of tapped on, touched on that already. Yeah, so a bit of both. Yep. D- yeah. Anything that makes you think. Yep. Okay. Keeps me engaged. Uh, do you prefer a Riga or a B&G? So I've been fortunate enough that I come into You're the business where they don't have um, the pump-up yeah, sprays. Then you make sprays, So we've yeah. got the um, the backpack battery. Yep. Okay. The Berkmeyer ones. Okay, yep, yep. So I can't say. <laughs> That's all right. So you've never used a pneumatic sprayer yet? Hmm? No. That's another art form. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Do you call it a donger or a tapper? Donger. Donger. Yeah. Though to um to customers, it's a my tapping stick. Your tapping stick. <laughs> it's, it's your sounding tool. Yeah. <laughs> They're right. just like, you left your stick if I've left it behind. And I'm like, what stick? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> That one. Always carry two. If you lose one, you still yes. got. <laughs> always have two. If you lose one, you still got one. If you only have one, you lose one, you got none. Yeah, I've got about four different screwdrivers yep. in my kit because I'm useless at holding onto my screwdrivers. Apparently, yeah. If you leave it, at the <laughs> la- if you have spares or multiples, you leave it at the last job. You can continue on with your next job, and then you can always just swing back and pick it up later on. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You're learning. Uh, Garrard's Global Rag Serve. We use, as a business, mostly AgServe, as far as I'm aware. Yep, cool. All right, and the final question, and keeping in mind that I am your one of your trainers, and so, that's, 
That sounds like a threat. Charlie's <laughs> not. I can see who's marked my assessments, Jay. Yeah, I know. I'll right. know. I'll All know. Right. All right. Do you call it an amphipod or a lawn prawn? I just want to see, see how when I, I just you want to sent see these questions through to me. Um, I looked at it and I was like, I've never really thought about it. The the novelty and fun person in me wants to say lawn prawn just because I think that's funny, but I should just say amphipod, right? Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> so to there was your like silence there to see which one is she? Yeah, do? I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. No, thank you very much for that, Abby. Um, that was cool. I liked that one. I did too because <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about you and I I learnt a lot about you in this, which is awesome. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Any closing words, Abby? Anything you want to share with the audience? Any last one, last minute? Um, so this is not you... that I can think of. This I just want to this... give you guys a massive thank you oh, for – the invitation and this opportunity. I reckon it's an awesome, awesome thing you guys are doing. <laughs> That's right. And this is where you're also supposed to thank Chris as well. Oh, yeah, yeah I suppose. You. I'm guessing. And, yeah. And, no, and, 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 <laughs> and apologise for not turning up to the breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to everyone and all the women who did attend the breakfast and was waiting to see the majestic Abby who didn't make it. But throughout the week, I had so many people come up to me and they'd be like, oh, Abby, you won the award, but you weren't there. <laughs> so um, I feel like I was able to sort of rectify a few disappointments. <laughs> But um, uh, we're all gonna have a funny story. Um, uh, Nikki Darling, thank you again for joining us. Thank you, and um, yeah, congratulations again, Abby, and yeah, a big thank you and shout out um, for Bayer too for sponsoring that award. Yes, because um, yeah, I really haggled yeah. for them. <laughs> so um, yeah, they're, they're great. Couldn't have happened without Bayer. Mm. Uh, and yeah, congratulations, Abby. And for me, you can just tell with your enthusiasm why you were um, chosen for this award. And I, um, I look forward to seeing you in the future and seeing how you progress. Oh, I'm, I'm aiming for um, Pest Manager of the Year. So yeah. you might see me Ooh. again. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going onward and upward, apparently. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Uh, and listeners, all right, I hope you enjoyed this one. And we'll catch you on another episode of Pesty Profiles.